the land to an Amish man who now ran a business on that land. She turned back toward the bed and gave up on the notion of eight hours of sleep. She hadn't enjoyed a full night of sleep since she'd lost Travis, and it was apparent she wasn't going to enjoy that luxury anytime soon. Instead, she decided to do the one thing most likely to calm her when the nightmares came. Soon, Madeline pulled her hair into a thick ponytail before changing into a long-sleeved sweatshirt, shorts, and her favorite running shoes. When she stepped out onto the front porch, the chilly September air hit her like a wall of ice. She shivered as she loped down the steps and began jogging toward the paved road at the end of her rock driveway, the one she and her neighbor shared. Before long, thoughts of the crisp air evaporated as she fell into the zone. All that mattered were the sound of her feet pounding the pavement. She ran a route she had mapped out when she first moved into the house nearly eight months ago. She moved through the community, taking in the patchwork of farms, large homes, and barns. Cows lowed in the fields, and the aroma of a nearby pig farm overpowered her senses. The scenery was peaceful and inviting, just what her soul had craved. She wanted to find a place where she could release all the stress that had built up inside her since joining the military right after earning her nursing degree. Her faith was shaken after she lost Travis. She'd always felt a close relationship with God, but when Travis died, she was left with nothing but loneliness and doubt. She prayed that coming back to Pennsylvania would help her find her faith again. She ran until her legs were sore and her mind was free of the images that haunted her. The wounded service members, the body bags, the suffering. Madeline's roots circled through paradise. The sunrise burst in colorful hues of orange, pink, and yellow, as she ran past the Heart of Paradise bed and breakfast, which was located down the street from her house. She slowed to a jog and then walked, allowing her breathing to return to normal as she walked up her driveway. She looked past her modest, one-story home to the Baylor farm, the land that had once belonged to her grandparents. A large sign down by the street and another one next to one of the barns read, Baylor's Cabinets, and Madeline considered walking over to introduce herself. Being an Englisher, she'd never thought she should disturb her Amish neighbors. But she longed to take a peek at Mr. Baylor's work. She planned to make a few minor changes to the house, and she had been considering updating the cabinets. She wondered what his prices were, but she assumed he was too expensive for her budget. Most Amish-made items were astronomically priced. Madeline climbed the steps, to her back porch this time leaned on the railing and breathed in the wonderful autumn air. As she stared toward the Baylor farm, she saw a girl walking from one of the barns toward the farmhouse. Madeline had noticed her before, but they'd never been close enough to make eye contact, not even when they passed her house in their buggy. She guessed she was eleven or twelve. She was wearing a prayer covering and a blue dress with a black apron, and she was carrying a basket. The girl turned toward Madeline and then waved vigorously. Surprised, Madeline smiled as she waved back. She couldn't help but think that the little girl reminded her of herself at that age. Madeline had spent so much time helping her grandmother in the yard and barn, carrying baskets just like that one. She walked through her small mudroom into the kitchen and glanced at the clock on the wall. She had less than an hour to shower, eat, and get ready for her part-time job as a housekeeper at the Lancaster Grand Hotel. She'd been glad to find a job where she could earn some money without a lot of stress. 
The fog of grief consumed her as she walked through the kitchen and family room toward the bathroom. Moving to Pennsylvania wasn't her original plan. She was supposed to have been married a year ago, but everything abruptly changed when her fiancé, Travis Robinson, died. After losing him, she needed a place to call home, and now she wondered if that place truly was in Amish country. Had her mother thought so? As Madeline stepped into the shower, she pushed away any negative thoughts. Today was a new day, and she wouldn't let any nightmares and grief smother the hope that was slowly blooming inside of her. Saul stepped out of one of his workshop buildings and saw Emma holding a basket of eggs in one hand and waving her free arm toward the house adjacent to his farm. Emma. He called as he approached her. What are you doing? Emma continued to flail her arm while a woman standing on the porch across the field waved in return.